From the studios in Bentonville, Arkansas, you're listening to Ethan Walton's Retail Supplier Podcast. Each week, we discuss the issues facing Walmart suppliers and bring you solutions from industry experts. Visit us online at ethanwalton.com if you have questions about today's podcast. And now your host, Jared Davis. Thank you for joining us again on the podcast. We got a great one for you today. This topic, it's a big one that's going to help a lot of suppliers with their 2023 planning. As a supplier, when you're thinking about what's best for your business and what's best for how you do business with Walmart or other retailers, one of the big supply chain questions is whether it's more efficient to use prepaid delivery or collect delivery. What are the pros and cons? I mean, does it make a difference depending on how large of a supplier you are or which retailer you're talking about supplying to? These are the kinds of issues that RJW Logistics Group helps suppliers with each week. And today, we're going to talk through several of the prepaid versus collect differences with RJW CEO, Mr. Kevin Williamson. Kevin, it's great to see you, sir. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, good to see you, too. Appreciate you having us on today. Kevin, let's start off by just defining the terms for brand new suppliers. What is the difference between prepaid delivery and collect delivery? Sure. Suppliers uh, generally will have different options on delivering into Walmart for their products. So uh, they're excited to get into Walmart or if they've been a longtime supplier with Walmart, the difference between the two is on the prepaid method, the supplier is responsible to pay for the freight to get it to the DCs, which would then in turn deliver it to the stores. On a collect model, Walmart will select to pick up the goods from the supplier's dock. They just expect them to have those goods ready to deliver to the DC network, which then in turn will deliver into the stores. So it's it's basically the supplier paying for the, the freight or Walmart paying for that freight to get the goods to the shelf. You know, Walmart recently instituted some fees for their collect program suppliers. This is actually not too long after they introduced SQEP and then also some pretty stringent OTIF requirements just in the last few years. What do you think Walmart's hoping to achieve with these fees? First and foremost, I I think it's to flow the goods to the shelves to make sure that the goods that they're buying from the suppliers are available for the consumers. You know, success in flow of POs and merchandise through the network is imperative to have better in stocks and get consumers what they want. You know, that's good for both the retailers, the suppliers, and the consumers. Uh, if you've got brands that are in need or in demand and you've got product that's sitting in your warehouse, having compliance on the barcoding, having a compliance on the cases making it through the DC network to the shelves are imperative. If you have a disruption within the compliance that are needed for SQEP and the merchandise flowing through the network, then your goods will flow to the shelf seamlessly through the network to get there. And on the collect side of things, with the increased fees for Walmart, they're looking to recoup some of their costs that they've seen throughout the pandemic, you know, rising fuel pricing, costs through the pandemic, and and equipment and trailers and drivers pay all have gone up. And the only way to combat that is increased cost to the supplier in their freight factor. So they've pretty much left the freight factor alone for a while. Um, and really haven't touched the collect network, I'm sure that they felt the pinch on a lot of the inflationary costs that come from operating a big fleet like Walmart's and uh, offsetting some of the fuel costs they've had. So that basically pushed up their costs. 
And then their only reaction to that would be to push some of those costs back to the supplier understanding supply chain. Kevin, I know you get this question quite a bit, but you know what are the benefits and drawbacks of the supplier 3PL controlled transportation as opposed to the retailer controlled collect model? Yeah, they're, they're vastly different. So collect was really built off of uh, low cost. So they, they wanted the everyday low cost to get the goods to the shelf. And building a model like that doesn't take into consideration uh, service levels. So as you look at the collect uh, network, it was built on driving down costs. And if you look at the prepaid network, it, it's more about service. How, how can we ensure that we're going to have good service, we're going to sacrifice margin, but we're going to get it to the shelf. So the difference, you know, if, if you look at the collect network and look at the prepaid network, the collect network receives the POs and the suppliers has to go into retail link, uh, the portal 2.0. They've got to confirm the shipment has been received, prepare it, and then provide routing schedules and pickup windows. Walmart will provide those routing schedules and pickup windows. And then Walmart assigns the PO to each of the loads. If you take this in a real life example, the POs could come in uh, on the fifth of a month, a Monday, let's call it. Uh, the lead times to audit the form is a four-day process time for that supplier to have those goods ready. So the order will become available for Walmart to make that pickup by Friday on the 9th. Transit times to the DC can be up to 28 days. That gives Walmart the PO with an MABD of almost 30 days later. And then the POs are routed uh, the following week. And those pickups, you know, the supplier can see in transportation portal 2.0 um, and give a pickup window between the first of the following month and the fourth. If I haven't lost you by now, <laughs> I'm going to continue. But Walmart won't allow our supplier to kind of go in and request earlier pickups prior to three days before the ship date of, of the following month. So you, you could potentially, as a supplier, have goods sitting on your dock for, for weeks before Walmart schedules that pickup to come in. On the prepaid network, you know, those are shorter, faster replenishment cycles where, you know, review to delivery could be seven to 10 days. And you, you control your own destiny. You're, you're really pushing POs out the door to get them to the DC, to get them to the shelf. And prepaid network is more, at least most, are, are mostly concentrating on replenishing the shelves quicker, uh, more fluidly. Um, and you'll see a lot of type 33s or assembly that flows the, through the network see an advantage on the prepaid side of things as compared to the collect. You know, collect's gonna be slower moving and they're gonna get it there at low cost. Prepaid is gonna review more often and try to get it to the shelves a lot quicker and offering things like reviewing more than one time a week just to get better in stocks. Well, and I wanna ask you this specifically about prepaid. Can inventory that requires specific repackaging, labeling, or even POS displays, can that still utilize a prepaid delivery system? Yeah, absolutely. I think the nimbleness of controlling your destiny, you know, if, if a buyer comes up with a, a display need or you find that your S, SQEP or your barcode compliance isn't good, choosing internally to have an outlet to uh, rework those cases, rework those barcode labelings, or build those displays 
is imperative. Uh, if, if you're choosing a 3PL to kind of control your prepaid network, it's imperative that they have that value-added services type service within that same building to be able to drive down costs, make you compliant with SQEP barcoding and display building, and really putting retailer buyers and merchants at the forefront to ask for things to have them quickly delivered so that they can run the promos and they can run those front store displays or sidekicks. So important to have that, but prepaid can offer those things. So we've been talking about Walmart's on-time in full initiative and collect delivery. It typically only requires suppliers to comply with the in full metric and not necessarily the on-time. Does that put added risk on a supplier if they choose to control their own transportation? Because now they're required to be in compliance with on-time and in full. Yeah, on the surface, it looks fantastic. I mean, it, it's, hey, I'm not responsible for these OTIF fines, a lot less uh, threats in front of me uh, when I'm looking at going collect versus prepaid. But if if you take a couple layers in and you start looking at on-shelf availability, I think that that plays uh, more into a value to the supplier to have goods on the shelf to sell. So having better in-stocks and looking at in-stocks and uh, a faster lead time schedule outweighs the savings that you might have as not being responsible for those fines. And that said, you know, finding a 3PL or a partner uh, that's able to deliver better on times and, and really taking that factor out of the equation uh, is net neutral. So you're not subject to the OTIF fines in the collect network. You are um, subject to those fines in the prepaid network. Choosing a supplier that can deliver, you know, over 98% on time in full on a consistent basis, and then having the ability to review more often, multiple times in a week, and to have a better in stock uh, is really what's going to drive your sales there. So again, you know, you can go with a, a cheaper method, or you can go with a more valuable method. We always look at things not uh, on the surface level, but digging deeper into them to find out what is really valuable to my company or our suppliers. Kevin, what do you say to suppliers who worry about you know, relinquishing control of their route management, their transportation, uh, pick and pack capabilities, all that that, that comes with a, a prepaid management system? Yeah, when you're going to evaluate collect versus prepaid, I think it's important to uh, start off on looking where are we at? What are, what are our in-stocks looking like? How do I evaluate my freight factor or my cost collect you know, with the fuel surcharges, with the increased costs that are in the collect network versus what a prepaid network might look like? Whether it's a consolidator, whether you're going to do it on your own, it's really taking those two costs, collect cost versus prepaid cost, value on top of that. You know, what is my risk on OTIF? versus not in OTIF. And lastly, how, how are my in-stocks at the store looking? Like it, if, if you're in a prepaid network then and you have inventory that's available, you should be hitting that 99.5, 99.8 in-stock level at all times. If you're below that 99.5, you should definitely look to prepaid and look at the options that are out there because ultimately, if you've got a great product, but you can't keep it in on the shelf level, then your sales are going to suffer 
uh, and the potential to continue to grow the business is, is also going to suffer. All right. Well, if you're a Walmart supplier and you've got more questions about prepaid versus collect or anything that you've heard Kevin discuss today, all you have to do is check out the link in our podcast description. Visit RJW online and find out more about their services for suppliers. Kevin, it's been great to have you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you.